Evelyn Dykos. Haley Scruggs. William Kenny. Cynthia Peak. Catherine Kuntz. Mike Hill. What do those names have in common? They are once again victims of a school shooting. Three of them were nine-year-olds and three of them were adults protecting other children. I'm not sure what this country needs to do to stop this from happening, but all I know is I'm getting extremely frustrated because this school shooting, all the media seems to be talking about is the shooter. The shooter who's a coward. The shooter who decided to take on innocent lives. Why should they be talked about? I'm sorry, there's no reason for them to be talked about at all. I'm sick of people trying to make excuses for why the this person decided to take innocent lives. There's no excuse. They're cowards. And they have hate in their heart. Simple as that. A lot of people have bad shit happen to them. I've known people that have had horrible past lives. Horrible past. And they are excellent, good people. So, to give the reason that you have a shitty childhood? No, that is not an excuse. Grow the fuck up. Man up. Grow ovaries. Grow balls. Whatever you need to do. Because life is not easy. And I'm tired of this whole thing where we should feel sorry for a certain community. No. I feel sorry for those parents that aren't going to have their babies. And I know a lot of people, you probably don't need to be a parent to understand the agony or feel some kind of hardship towards them. But this hit home because my son is five. And we are sending them to school to get a better education and for them to learn. And they are innocent. These kids are innocent. This whole world is attacking our children. And the fact that people don't see that they're attacking our children in every form is repulsive to me. Open your eyes. They're not only attacking them at school, giving these propagandas towards them, confusing the shit out of them, giving them hormones on every different kind of type of level, but they're also doing it with the shows that you watch on Netflix YouTube, Hulu, even Disney. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that you need to form a collective unit as a family. Family is important. And that is where we have lost our way. 
in this world, I feel, especially the United States, it's like you give two shits about family. You scream about family, 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 but you're not doing anything. If you're home, people are usually on their phone ignoring their kids. I know because I've done it and I've had to look really hard at that and mindfully put myself in that position and put my phone down to pay attention to my five-year-old because you know what he's fucking awesome he's hilarious for one even though he does slightly get on my nerves but he gets on my nerves because he's a mini version of me and my husband and I love that today when I dropped him off at school you know what his teachers told me he's friends with everyone in the class because he is a little social butterfly, and he goes around in every group and talks to everyone. That, in my eyes, is freaking awesome. I just had a conversation the other day with one of my friends on the phone, and I grew up a tomboy. If I would grow up a tomboy in this age, people would be shoving drugs down my throat and telling me I'm a boy. When I'm not, I just like playing sports and dressing in jeans. And you know what? My mom let me dress however I want. She let me be whoever I wanted to be. Without putting drugs down my throat. Without putting these social standards on me. Because she's a fucking great mom. So yeah. This topic, I am severely pissed off. Because instead of talking about the victims, we're talking about one person because they said that their family wouldn't allow them to be who they are. Well, if they didn't allow you to be who they are, why were they letting you live in their household? I know people who came out as gay and their parents kicked them out. But you know what? Those people are fucking great. They didn't blame. They used that. Because they know who they are. And I found his name is Nick Fortes, and he's on Instagram, and I found it, and this kind of resonated so much. So here is what I found. If you want to know why so many of us have utter contempt for the media, look no further than the coverage of the shooting in Nashville right now, because the emphasis should be on protecting children and grieving with those parents. But instead, the media has decided that this is more about insisting that the state legislature in Tennessee is somehow culpable because they passed a law saying that minors could not attend drag shows or get life-altering surgery or drugs in order to transition them. I think the real problem here is that we have a culture that is complicit on confusing young children usually going through puberty into believing that there's something that they're not and then giving them drugs and surgeries in order to try to change them into something that they can't be and then telling that if anybody disagrees with this process, they're guilty of committing genocide on these people, therefore inciting violence. And when it takes place, when it manifests itself in the death of young children, the media has the audacity to come back and blame everyone but themselves. Sorry, not buying it. Exactly. Everyone wants to blame everyone except for themselves. Yes, guns kill people. But you know who hold those guns? Are people. And I will tell you, are, are responsible gun owners lock their shit up. I've never once seen someone commit like a mass shooting that who was a responsible gun owner. Guns can't walk. So it's people. It's people's hate in their heart that kill people. 
Because people are going to find any kind of ways. If they want to hurt someone, they're going to find any kind of means to hurt them. I do agree, though, that there needs to be checks in place for guns. Meaning, I think you need to have, like, you do need to have a mental check. But other than that, all the laws should be the same across the states. Because, honestly, a lot of people for a long time have been able to own guns. One has this mass shooting started. It started after Columbine. As America, we really need to look at ourselves and see what has changed in the last 30 years. 30 or 40 years. Because the guns have always been there, people. The guns have always been around. So what has changed in the last 30 or 40, 50 years? It's not the guns, because they didn't change. It's the culture. We've lost religion in our house. We've lost being a family unit. They've made it seem that if you're a stay-at-home parent, then you're pretty much worthless. Why aren't you getting a job? Why don't you have a job? I have a job. It's taking care of my son. Thank you very much. That's what's changed. Them pushing this propaganda. What has also changed is this whole thing about participation. When I came up in sports, we didn't get a participation trophy. Either fucking won or you lost. And if you lost, that made you want to do better. So the next time you went, you came home with a trophy. So the fact that everyone deserves a trophy, I'm sorry, it's bullshit. Try harder. Work harder. That's another thing. A lot of people don't want to work hard anymore. I know my husband, he's a very hard worker. I myself am a hard worker. Stay-at-home parents are hard workers because you know what? That's 24-7. That's a 24-7 job. And up until the time he was two, I was the... I was working in the traditional sense as going to work. And sometimes I would work 10, 12 hours a day. And I would hate it because I'm away from my family. But, you know, you're sold this notion of like, oh, if you work hard at work because you're a boss bitch, you're a boss babe. Yeah, that's good. It made me feel bad that I wanted to be home with my son and raise him. That's what I got from society. Like, why are you thinking that way? You shouldn't think that way. You don't want to raise your kid. You need to work. You need to work, be in the workforce. Well, guess what? We're out here living, uh, I guess, a non-traditional, traditional life, and I effing love it. I like the fact that I can have dinner on the table every night at five. I like the fact that I can wake up and make him breakfast before he goes to school. I like the fact that I know where they're both at all at all times. Or if he gets sick, I can just leave and go get him. I don't have to ask my boss's permission to go get my sick child from school and then be sad, like, then be mad about it. All these social constraints is what is going on. It's, that is what changed. That is what changed. And we need to fix this. 
I'm all for prayers and I'm all for thinking good thoughts. But you know what? We need action. Action in the sense that we need to stick up for our kids. Because you know what? The government is not going to stick up for your child. The only person looking out for your child is you. And the sooner you realize that, the better. The government could care less about your children. Unless they are putting things in their heads. And when I say putting things in their head, I mean confusing them. Think about it. They are confusing the shit out of your child. If your 8-year-old boy comes home and is like, I don't feel like myself... Your, ch- your school is probably being like, oh, well, you're probably not in the right body. They're going to get money for that. The prescriptions or hormones, which are deadly, and they can't reverse them at a later date. Think about that. You want to sterilize your child? That's what you're doing. You're basically sterilizing your child. And who gets money for that? Big Pharma. And the government. Oh, those surgeries? You can't take those back. Who gets money for that? Big Pharma. The government. Think about it. Open your eyes, people. Like, what is the difference in letting them wait till they're 18 to make the changes that they want to cha- They want to change. You now have the TLC jazz who had a show about transgenderism coming out that she's mad. She's upset. She wants to go back. But hormones and these surgeries make it irreversible. So what's the difference in letting them wait till they're 18? Just like we make them wait till they're 18, I don't know, to sign up for the military. Like, we make, we make them wait till they're 18, I don't know, to, like, get a tattoo. They can't even drink till they're 21. You can't smoke till you're 21. Weed. You can smoke at 18 with cigarettes. So, why are all these, you have to wait till you're 18, but when you're fucking 8 years old and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you can make life-altering changes and put life-altering hormones in your body. Why is that okay? Why? I'm literally asking why. Can someone explain it to me? Because it's not. It's not. I know a lot of people younger than me don't understand the whole age without internet or without my face. My face. My. <laughs> <coughs> I put my, my space and Facebook together. Um, MySpace and Facebook, like, I was a part of that initial Facebook crew that you could only get Facebook if you were in college. And then they opened it up, and now there's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all these other things. Why are we making kids grow up too soon? I want my little boy to be a little boy. Forever, selfishly. (laughs) But I know he's going to grow up one day and he's going to have a family of his own. Whatever that family looks like, my husband and I are going to love him for him. 
So why are we forcing these changes or these thought processes on children? Well, let's face it. You didn't even, I didn't even know who I was eight, when I was 18. Hell, I didn't even know who I was when I was at 28. If I'm truly honest with myself, I didn't know who I was until I was comfortable enough in my own skin. And I would say that was probably around the 31, 32 mark. And that was right around the time when I met, met my husband, too. I mean, we want kids to make these life-altering changes. And I can tell you, when I was in college, <sighs> I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I want to be. Like, I changed my college thing probably like three or four times. But at that time, I was listening to all, all the outsiders. I really wanted to go into psychology, and someone in my family kind of laughed at me for that. I don't talk to this person very much anymore, but they laughed at me, and they are like, oh, why would you want to do that? Because it's all about making money for certain people. So I changed my major. I'm not blaming them, I'm blaming myself, because I wasn't strong enough to stick up for my own self. In my own words. You can't blame other people for your actions. You are the only one that is in charge of your actions. So no. This person, and I'm purposely not saying their name. Because they do not get to have their name said. This person made a choice to go into a school and shoot children. That was their choice. It's no one else's fault but theirs. They don't get to blame other people. They need to blame themselves. They don't get to blame it on a bad childhood. Because you know what? A lot of people have bad childhoods. Because you know what? Life's not fucking fair. So grow up, take ownership of your actions. Stop blaming other people. I'm fired up on this topic because I wasn't going to say anything or talk about it. But when I saw the media coming out and they aren't talking about the victims, they're talking about the shooter and what the shooter had to go through in life. Are you freaking kidding me? I could care two shits about what the shooter had to go through. I care about what these nine-year-olds had to go through in the last minute of their life. I care about those parents that sent their kids away for school and they are not returning. That's who I care about. I care about those families who lost their mom, their grandpa, their sister, their brothers. I care about those people. I don't care about the fucking shooter. Give me a fucking break. Like I said, this is hit home because earlier this year, my child's school had had an alert where some where a kid brought a gun to campus. Now, luckily, this kid just brought it because they were showing it off, like, oh, look what I have type of thing. But you know what the police did? They arrested that child. But they also arrested his parents because they didn't have it locked up properly. 
and I am in a very friendly gun state. And the people who I met who own guns have them locked up properly. They know. So no, I'm not going to blame the guns. I'm not going to blame the shooter's parents. I'm not going to blame, oh, because they had, they had to deal with this and they had a harsh reality and they couldn't deal with it. I'm blaming the shooter. They made a choice. They had hate in their heart. They were a bad person. That's who I'm blaming. And that's who I choose to blame. Because that is the only person that chose this. They woke up that morning and they made a decision. It's a horrible decision. But that was their decision to make. So we need to stop blaming other people for their actions. They're the ones that did it. Again. They made the decision to shoot nine-year-old Evelyn Dickhoss. To shoot nine-year-old Haley Scruggs. They made the decision to shoot defenseless nine-year-old William Kenny. As well as 61-year-old Cynthia Peake. 60-year-old Catherine Coots. And a 61-year-old Mike Hill who was the janitor and beloved by all his students and made it a purpose to make those students' lives better each and every day. So in my eyes, they took six angels from this world. Six beautiful souls. Why? Because their mom and dad didn't respect their choice. Thank you.